Myself and Millie, a podcast that gives light and levity to infertility and different pathways to parenthood. Hosted by infertility sleuth Millie Brooks. That's me. Hello, 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 everybody. This is hot. This is a hot episode for you guys. Today we have returning guest, the wonderful, the amazing Aaron Bocayo on the show today. You may remember Aaron from episode 45, where she shares her pregnancy after infertility story. But today she's back on the show to talk about cyberbullying in the infertility community. Here's a little bit of backstory. The online infertility community has grown so much over the past three years, with more people seeking support throughout their journeys. As a result of that tremendous growth, there are some challenges, some hurtful comments, some critical judgments, as well as some slimy trolls who know nothing about infertility. So that's our show for you today. Buckle up, guys. It's going to be a crazy, juicy ride. Kind of like a progesterone suppository. You know what I'm saying? The slip and slide? Okay, here's Aaron. Aaron, it's fabulous to have you back on the show. How are you doing? Thank you. Glad to be back. I'm doing well. The girls started um, hybrid school this week, so they went back today for their first day. Hybrid school. Um, Tell me about that. That just means they go twice a week. Um, So there's 10 kids in what they call their pod um, instead of 25, which is kind of cool because then they're getting more attention. Um, And then, but they only go back Tuesdays and Thursdays. Okay. And is it a full day? It's a full day. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So they loved it. They had fun. Now they're at um, their dance class. But uh, it seemed like they had a good day. They were kind of moody after, which means they were probably tired from the day, which that happened in the past. So yeah, business as usual. The only thing is the other days now are kind of weird because then they don't have Zooms and they don't have like really anything. So, But you got them a um, tutor, right? I did. Yeah, you saw that. Um, she came yesterday for the first time for like two hours. Also, my dog's going crazy, but. Oh, hi, Nacho. (laughs) So (laughs) wild. Um, Yeah, she was awesome. She just like, my kids are in um, a dual language program. So they're basically speaking Spanish most of the day. Um, And so when they weren't, like when they're not in school, it's very hard to have that element. You know what I mean? Like they're doing schoolwork in Spanish, but they're not conversing in it. So this tutor... She was like, I don't speak English. And she came over and um, just basically like was speaking to them and they were playing games. Like, I don't really care what they do as long as like that part of it is, um, you know, present, the speaking aspect. And I actually was hearing them speak Spanish. So we're good. That's good. Yeah. That's really good. Um, and and you're starting to make them lunches again. Your lunch boxes were <laughs> so cute. Aww. They were so cute. I just wanted to be like, oh, I think I should <laughs> like I should do an adult lunch box for me. Right? Then you have like everything ready to go. Um, yeah. It's been like because they've been home every day, they're just kind of like free for all. Like, okay, we're basically a restaurant here. 
So it's kind of nice to like make them a lunch because I'm like, all right, you're going to eat what I send you or you starve. So (laughs) there's not going to be like 10,000 options every day anymore, except for when you're here. Um, But yeah, those lunch boxes are awesome. They were, they looked like little bento boxes. They, they're called, um, oh, no, he just spilled his food all over the floor. Cool. Um, <laughs> great. <laughs> they're called Planet, Planet Lunch, Planet Boxes. I, I don't know. We got them last, last year. But they, like, held up, hold up really well. They go in the dishwasher. I love them. Yeah. I love them. They're so cute. Well, yeah. um, you are in the final trimester of your IVF pregnancy. Yes. Catch us up to speed. How are you doing so far? You know, I can't complain. I mean, like other than the diarrhea that hasn't gone away since week five, um, I can't complain. I'm, I'm feeling a little more like nauseousy, like just kind of gross at night. And I think it's just because I'm bigger. And so she's probably sitting on like my stomach and my eyes are bigger than my stomach, which really sucks because you're like, oh, that sounds so good. And then I have like two bites and I'm like, what is happening? I'm so full. Yeah. Um, which sucks. But that's really not much to complain about in reality. Um, so I'm doing good. And you're due in November? November 7th is the due date. All I'm hoping for is that she's not born on Halloween because like, I feel like that would really suck for her. And for my other kids and for myself, I'm like, I don't want to celebrate anything but Halloween on Halloween selfishly. It it, it, it is, um, it's a little too much. Yeah. It's a little too much on one day. Yeah. Like what parents going to send their kids over eventually for a part? Like, no, we're going to eat no matter what. We'll just celebrate the week after. (laughs) And yeah. And then they're constantly, all of their parties moving forward are always Halloween themed. A hundred percent. Unless you know? we do it like after, then we can close that book. You know what I right. mean? So right. we're hoping my for that. Hu- my husband was born two days after Christmas. Oh. And he, it's just, he was just like, for his whole life, he got re-gifted, you know, Aww. Christmas gifts and like old chocolate and like, <laughs> It's just or like a, a combination, like this is yes. your birthday slash Christmas gift. Yes. Suck. Yeah. Yes. And he it's just like birthdays are very hard for him. Aww. They're very hard. Yeah. Um, anyways, let's dive into the topic. <sighs> let's do it. Juicy, juicy I topic. Know. It really is. But we've been we've been kind of going back and forth on this. So I'm glad we're we're diving yeah. into it. Me too. I mean, it's a touchy subject that we're mm-hmm. about to unleash. Um, because I think we all want to believe that the infertility community is very loving and supportive. And for the most part, they are. Yeah. And you find your people and you feel heard and you feel seen and it helps in the journey. Mm-hmm. And then there's a small percentage of folks who kind of like to nitpick and bully others in a way. Um, Well, let's start with the ways in which both of us have experienced some online bullying in the infertility community. You go first. Okay. 
<laughs> yeah. So that, like you said, this is definitely a touchier subject because, um, well, it just is. Um, personally, I think for me, a lot of it has come through like private messages, um, where, you know, not everybody can see like nasty comments or this or that. Um, and in the, you know, in the, I don't even know, what do you call it? Like the main feed, right. Or like where everybody sees stuff, it's all rainbows and butterflies. So I've experienced, um, quite a bit of that. And, and, and honestly, sometimes even from people that aren't even following me, which is like wild to me. Cause I'm like, you know, you could just keep going, you know, you don't have yeah. to like comment or make huge ordeals about, um, things that you don't like or be rude or, you know, like make just something out of nothing. I am one that appreciates, um, how do I say it? I appreciate people coming to me if I've said anything that has hurt them directly. Um, you know, like if Millie, you were like, Aaron, what you just said kind of really triggered me and hurt my feelings. Like, why did you say, I would be like, thank you for coming to me in that way. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, Because I think none of us, none of us are perfect. None of us. um, I am sure we've all said things that are somewhat triggering to others, but I don't think any of us completely, well, I actually don't think any of us mean to, you know, I don't think there's a human being out there that's, that's, that I've seen that's trying to actively hurt somebody or a group. Um, I certainly have never had that cross my mind in terms of like, I'm going to say this so that I can hurt this. You know what I mean? Right. Like there's no malice there's no, behind that. Yeah. No, nothing. And so for me, it's always shocking when I get such like harsh comments back to something that I've maybe said about my personal journey, because it, it just kind of takes me to a different level where I'm like, wow, I wasn't even that didn't even cross my mind. You know what I mean? Um, so that's one, that's kind of one side that I've been, I've experienced the bullying. And then on the other side, it's, it's really just like people that, like I said, don't even follow you and they just make comments on your, on your posts or whatever. And are just like mean, you know, and, um, it's hard because sometimes I just ignore them. Cause I'm like, they're not even worth my time if they're going to be mean and rude. Um, but sometimes I try and take it as a sign of maybe let's try and educate like where I'm coming from and try and explain myself a tad bit more, but it's hard, you know? It's so hard. I, I'm, I'm going to echo that too. I, I think there's, there's like two groups of people where, um, the ones that are not following me, you know, um, but seem like they're just out for a fight. Like they're just out to contradict everything that I say, or they're kind of just out there to, um, to prove me wrong, Mm -hmm. I guess. And, and this is all just of our, just our own experience, right? Yeah. So like, why is there, it just seems like there's a lot of, um, policing of people's experiences. Yes, yes, yes. 
you know? That's, and I, I'm not, that's I'm the not right that, word. Right? Like, I really don't know how that's when I just start blocking people. Like I, I will definitely, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. I'll have a couple of, you know, a few exchanges. And this is again on the feed, like of a post that I've made, Mm -hmm. um, underneath, you know, the comments underneath. Um, and the, I'll, I'll try to engage with them try to reason with them. Yeah. And then if it just keeps escalating and continuing, I I'm I block them. Yeah. I I'm just like I don't this is so much energy. It is. I can't believe how much energy I'm putting in to defending my own experience. 100%. You nailed it. That's I think that's what's been the hardest is like I'm like, all I'm saying, all I'm talking about, and I, and I think I'm like pretty good. And I know you are about saying, Hey, this is my experience. I'm not a doctor and I have never claimed to be one. Um, and this is like my feelings. I mean, like everything I write is based on my past 10 years of going through infertility, you know, like there's nothing that I've written that is uh, well, actually, I've been diving into surrogacy, and obviously, I never had a, I never, I never have had to have a surrogate. But I'm actually really interested in it, so I've started to write about it. But aside from that, I think for the most part, <laughs> I write about my personal experiences, and what they mean to me, how I felt, this and that. Um, and so, like, to be policing somebody, like you know, quoting you on that is so wild to me because I feel like this is a space where we should all be able to say, express ourselves how we want without deliberately hurting others. Of course, I know there's, you know, there's a boundary line that you should probably not cross. I don't know what that exactly looks like, but I think we all are smart humans to be able to (laughs) figure that out. You know what I mean? Have you ever experienced any religious friction on Instagram? Not much on Instagram. And I tell you, like, I do sometimes get nervous because I am Jewish. um, And obviously, I'm a minority in that sense. Um, And so when I do post stuff, you know, like I recently just posted stuff about Rosh Hashanah. And so I was like, I wonder if somebody's going to I don't know, either say something like that's inappropriate, but, but I, I actually haven't, I think for that, in that regard, people have been very, um, respectful. That's great. But I think, yeah, I think outside of Instagram is when you hear comments because people have their opinions on whether you should pursue trying to have a baby with, um, you know, science. Right. And that kind of, but not not so much on Instagram. I mean, not that I can remember. So it probably was never even that impactful if it did happen. Have you? I have gotten a couple of. Um, oh, I don't. I don't really even know the correct word to use. Mm. It just felt like I was part of their evangelical project okay. in a way. Okay. Um, of just like, I try to keep my stuff very neutral, religiously neutral, yes. you know? Um, and I don't believe, I personally don't believe is like, whatever anybody believes, 
that works for them. But like, I don't feel the need to like push it on people, yeah, right? you know? Yeah. And um, I did get a couple of comments about how IVF is evil um, and it's playing God, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and that... And with those comments, I just have a zero tolerance. Oh, yeah, I'm just, 100%. I completely block. I'm like, okay. And they're not even following me. That's the thing. <laughs> it's just like you're, you're literally looking you're, for an issue. Yeah, you're looking for a fight. Mm-hmm. You're going on Instagram like hungry for a fight. And um, I don't want to be your punching bag. Yes. You know what I mean? And is this really where we get have productive conversations? I no. don't think so. No, especially not on like, like I said, if they ever want to take it and like DM me in a way that's not attacking me, but in a way where they like want to have a conversation about it, then um, that's fine. You know, like I'm always here to listen and we may still not agree, but like, you know, sometimes what I say might trigger somebody and I have no idea that, that that's a possibility. Um, but again, yeah. then again, everything is a possibility of a trigger, right? I mean, like, because everybody has a right to feel right how they want to feel. Um, I think it's just in the way that these people handle how they approach you. Yeah. And I think it, it, it makes it feel like um, now my page needs to cater to everybody except for my own beliefs, you know? And that to me is inauthentic and and disingenuous, right? Like I had, I mean, my posts are a little racy, I'll admit, but (laughs) um, it's because like, I've found certain truths to be very true in certain areas in my life and Mm -hmm. I want to share them. And a lot of people generally relate to them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did recently do a post about everything does not happen for a reason. Yes. And that definitely sparked a few um, trolls. Okay. And even trolls, here's the other thing that boggles my mind. Oh, man, this is going to be a long <laughs> episode. Um, <laughs> I know. We, I'm like, how many hours do we have? <laughs> It's trolls that are not even suffering from infertility. Yes. You know? Agree. Mm -hmm. This woman came up to me or made a comment and said, like, everything does happen for a reason. And, you know, I trust in God's plan. And maybe I was just talking to my husband about this. And maybe if I am infertile, maybe that means they're a child I need to adopt. And just like all of these all of these hypotheticals when she has not even had the experience right. of anybody that this post speaks to. And that's the thing. I think that's like when it gets really frustrating and difficult. Like when I've done a post like that too, about how um, just exactly that actually, because I, my girlfriend, when I miscarried actually told me that, Hey, sometimes things, because I always try and like find a reason for things, right? Because you try and it makes you feel better if you can find it. But when I miscarried, I was like, what? Like, what? I still, even to this day, like, I don't understand that, you know, like, I don't get the reasons for that. 
Um, and my girlfriend actually told me, Hey, not like things sometimes just happen and they suck. Right. And so that stuck with me. And I made a post about that too, a while ago. And, um, I, I actually did get kind of a couple people saying the same thing, like, well, you know, it's important to be able to have a reason and da, da, da. And, and, and I can, and I always say, you know, like I can understand that perspective, but it's still our pages. And I think like, that's the hardest part is that it's super easy to just keep scrolling if you don't like something. And that's what boggles my mind because there's things I've seen that I don't necessarily agree with or, um, don't love. And I just kind of keep scrolling because you know what, tomorrow that person may post something that I do like, and that's fine. You know, like there's not, not everything's going to be how you think it should be because we're all 100% different. You know what I mean? So like nothing, nothing should really ever be the same, you know, except for, I mean, you and I have talked about this before is that like, we are also going to have similar topics. Hence what we're just talking about. I've, posted literally the almost the exact same thing that you posted just recently, but it was months ago. But even if it was like two days ago, it'd be like, who cares? Like we're all talking about infertility, right? Like we're all kind of stemming from the same storyline, but we all have our own ways of telling it because we're just experiencing it differently. You know? A hundred percent. And I think we all we're all ingesting and consuming each other's content too. Yeah. And so like sometimes certain concepts or ideas that one person says um, just, you know, melt into my brain Mm -hmm. and then I put it, put it into my own words. Exactly. You know what I mean? And I think that's okay. Right. Absolutely. Because that's just, social media, that's just life. I mean, I don't think anybody can really claim that they go around without feeling some type of not even inspiration, but just like being reminded, you know, like if, if I'm at picking up the girls from school and somebody's talking about like what they needed at the grocery store, then that might like remind me, I actually need that at the grocery store too. It doesn't mean I'm copying your recipe for dinner tonight, but I actually (laughs) need it. I actually need a zucchini tonight. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, I know that's a very different comparison, but at the same time, it's like, I think we all forget that we a, are all going through, not all, but we're all either trying to conceive, going through infertility in some way or another, going through IVF, um, or have gone through it or have experienced miscarriage. We've all, we're all kind of in the same bucket. Um, and hearing certain things from others will trigger, you know, an experience that you might've had that you maybe a didn't ever want to share and now feel like sharing, which is awesome because I think the more we talk about all these things, the more awareness we can bring to the table, which I think is ultimately everybody's goal. And also I think that the system gets better. Like our medical, um, when people talk and commiserate and inform each other that, that makes the care better too, you know? No, a hundred percent. And then the other thing too, is that like, look, we follow some of the same people, but we probably don't follow every single person. Like I don't follow everybody you follow. You don't follow everybody I follow. Not everybody's following me that's following you and vice versa. So like 
maybe I actually didn't see what you saw. Do you know what I mean? Like yes. some people are quick to say, oh, well, I, this person posted this a few days ago or whatever, you know? And I'm like, well, maybe I didn't see it. And also maybe I haven't scrolled through the entire Instagram algorithm, whatever it is to have seen it. And, you know, so there's so many like variables to that whole situation of like, the idea of copying content and things that... Yeah, I think it's so tricky. It is. I mean, I dated a intellectual property lawyer for six years. So I feel like I have an honorary degree (laughs) in intellectual (laughs) property. 100%. When you get into the nitty gritty of who said what first and who owns what first and who owns what words first... It is mind, it is crazy. It's a lot. It's absolutely insane. And who knows where one person derived inspiration from. No. You can't, no. you can't read people's minds. And no. you can't like claim, sorry, not just taking my blanket. No, not Joe. <laughs> not Joe. Not Joe wants yeah. to talk about bullying. I know. Um, but no, like a hundred percent. I mean, you can't say, well, I just posted or she just posted or I posted this months ago or this or that, you know, like it's just, um, it doesn't make sense. I mean, I've seen so many people post pretty much the same things that I'm talking about, but in their own words. And it's, I think absolutely awesome because like I just said, it's bringing more awareness to the table, um, regarding that certain topic. Absolutely. There is a difference, obviously, of like, if you see your exact comment or post or whatever. um, Right. And not being tagged, like literally word for word, that's an issue. We don't need to do that. That's plagiarism. (laughs) Yes, that that's completely um, plagiarism. I think that like, always ask, always ask if you can share. Yeah, Yeah. Always ask, you know, I've had my stuff shared without being asked and you know all right whatever please just make sure you credit me of course you know and and um and one time they didn't they credit they credited the other person who reposted my my thing so I was like you gotta kind of do your research a little bit you know 100 percent um did you ever hear about the woman that was selling expired meds to people going through IVF? No, my God. Oh, this was like the scandal of all scandals. Oh my God. How scary. I know. She was, she was, I mean, this is evil. Yeah. Like this is just pure evil. Um, she was reaching out to people in the infertility community uh-huh. and selling them medication they were getting it and i before i move on the whole medication thing i feel like there's this ethos that we just give each other unused med- medication yeah if if or let's just call it candy yeah. unused candy <laughs> we give each other unused ivf candy um to people who are also entering new treatments, right? Yep. And so asking people for money for it, like that's, 
that's nuts. Like yeah. that's the first red flag, right? 100%. And then these people were receiving the medication and it was all expired. That is gnarly. It's so gnarly. And um, our good friend Jordy, who was also on the pod, yes, um, she told me about it. And I guess, you know, people kind of rallied together to get this person um, their account removed. Oh, good. Because that's, I mean, that's just like dangerous and kind of illegal, right? I mean. Right. I don't. It's so illegal. <laughs> yeah. It's so illegal. Oh, my God. That's crazy. No, I don't know why I never heard of that. Yeah, it, it was pretty it was pretty controversial at the time. And she she just sort of seemed like this MLM gal, you know, like yeah. you could kind of anticipate her working at Arborn and rolling up in a pink oh, Cadillac. God. Oh my, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um and and she had that vibe. She just had that pink Cadillac vibe. <laughs> Maybe she's trying to buy one. <laughs> Maybe she has, she's saving up. Yeah. Um, and that's so crazy. I think that's pretty that's pretty wrong. And that's I also crossing the line. And I think that's pretty yeah. pretty fair to say. <laughs> and I mean, we are just such a vulnerable population. Yeah. And course. we're were targeted by schemes and gimmicks. Um, I mean, how, how, in your opinion, how can people be better equipped to battling those types of interactions? Um, well, I, I don't know about the getting fake or expired products. I think on that level, definitely, I don't, I mean, unless you really know the person well, don't buy anything from people on oh. Instagram in that way. I mean, obviously if they have a shop and it's like, you know, a real type right. of <laughs> type of um, business, that makes sense. But um, yeah, unless, I guess, unless you like really know the person that seems a little etch a sketch. Um, but in terms of bullying, I think like sticking, because I've spoken to people about it and I'm always like, I, I'm the type of person that like, I get really nervous when people, if people are upset with me or if like I did something wrong. Um, and so when I've been approached before in a not very nice way, um, I get so anxious, you know, cause I'm like, Oh my God, who my first in instinct is like, what happened? What did I do? Like, who did I hurt? How can I apologize? What should I do? Um, and I've learned over the past like few months of just all of this, that that's not necessarily what I need to do. Um, because honestly, I don't, looking back, I think I like jumped the gun and was too worried about everybody else and realized that I actually wasn't really doing anything wrong. Um, but that's hard to, I think it's hard to come by when you feel like, you know, people are pointing fingers at you for no reason. Yeah. So I think like taking a step back and really evaluating like, okay, what, what am I being called out for? And why um, do I continue to just stick to my guns and, you know, continue to be myself because people obviously are okay with me. You know what I mean? Um, or is it something that I really do need to apologize for? I think like taking a step back and evaluating will help. So 
sometimes when I get like those bully comments, like you're saying on, um, on the post where you don't even know the person, um, in other words, like they're not even following you and they're just trying to be rude for no reason. That makes my blood boil. And I actually do have to like take a step back sometimes and just be like, okay, wait, how am I going to say this so that I also don't start like World War Three on Instagram? Right. You know, um, is it worth it? Because it, you know, being mean and like overanalyzing and being a police and all that kind of stuff, it takes a lot of energy. Oh, it, it just, right? it like, just depletes me. It does. And it's like, it like weighs you down all day long. And it's like, then you're like, God, it, is that even worth it? You know? Cause like, right. Ultimately, I mean, yeah, we form great friendships, but at the end of the day, most of us don't know each other, you know? Yep. And that's the craziest part is that like, you can feel so close to someone and then like, in all reality, you still don't really know that person. Yep. So it's like, how worth it is that? Because I think about my own life, like my personal life, not my personal life, just my life. Um, <laughs> what other life is there? <laughs> my own life or my life. Um, and I just think about the people that are in it. And I think about what people are not in it because I don't have time for drama. Yeah. And it's like, it's funny because like, I've been able to pick out people, you know, and like slowly kind of move away from people that don't serve me. Right. So why would I now engage in negativity on Instagram of all things, when I'm trying to rid that in my actual life? You know oh, I, mean? I love that. I love that, Erin. <laughs> like, like you want to make sure in your real face-to-face life, mm-hmm. um, you know, you are getting rid of toxic personalities. Mm-hmm. Like, why wouldn't I do that in my virtual life? I know. Right? Like, that's such a great point. I love that. Um, because I think there is like, And again, back to feeling so depleted after trying to engage with people who clearly, clearly are not like, what, why am I, that's what I have to ask Mm -hmm. myself sometimes. Like, why am I engaging with this? Mm -hmm. You know, do I want to try to correct them? Am I trying to get them to see my point? Even though that was pretty fully explained. Exactly. In my (laughs) post. If you yep. read my post. Exactly. Like, w- because I can just feel my adrenaline going up mm-hmm. and I feel my heart starting to go faster. You know, I'm mm-hmm. like, why, why is this important for me? Why is this battle? Is this a battle that I want to fight right now? Yeah. No, you know? 100%. Like, I'll, Nick will come home and I'll like tell him sometimes when I have days like that where like some people have just been not nice. And it consumes me. And he's like, I'm so confused right now. He's like, we're talking about Instagram, right? Like, and I know, (laughs) I know, like, I've also had conversations with this about other people. I know like some husbands or men or could be women, other partners, whatever, don't get it. You know, I do understand that, you know, like he's not seeing all the benefits and the amazing connections and the support and all of that, that, you know, take a hundred percent 
way more out of my day in a good way than the bullying does. But the days that I, that that happens and I tell him, he's just like, what? Like just block that person or just like stop talking to them. And I'm like, you don't understand. It's really hard. (laughs) Like I feel bad and I want this, you know, I don't want them to be mad or I, yeah, I don't know, whatever goes through your head when you like, you know, feel that need to please. Yes. You know? And when I am in a place where I'm trying to please everybody, I'm definitely abandoning myself. Oh, 100%. I can totally feel that. And um, I that's, again, I got to go back to why I started this mm-hmm. in the beginning. This was for me. Yep, This me was too. for me to f- get some help, find some clarity. Mm-hmm get some um, information, find some support yep. for this issue. This wasn't, I didn't create my account for all of my followers. Agreed. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, because you start your account without followers. So like, right. it's just whoever of your, you know, friends from your personal account, which I actually, I don't really even go on there anymore. But any of those people that feel like seeing what you're writing, but yeah, same with me. Like I actually started my blog before I even went on Instagram just to write it all out. Um, so it's like you, you start to forget that because you're worried about everybody else and you know, nobody's, nobody's saying here like, okay, go and be hateful and put out hate, you know, jargon out there. Nobody's saying that we should do that, but staying true to yourself is just, it's so important. And we, like you said, we just quickly forget because we're trying to make sure we're not hurting anybody or we're not saying the wrong thing or we're not hashtagging or we're not whatever, like the situation is, you know what I mean? And it's, and it's, it's our account. So, you know, like what does it, again, unless you're being deliberately hateful to somebody, we can't please everybody. And that's, a hard thing to come by, I think. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I think it's also, um, I think our emotional state as people going through this process is very sensitive. Yeah. You know, I felt, I felt myself, I felt like two layers of my skin were ripped off of me when I was going through stims. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. IVF. Yeah. You know, you're yeah. just like, you are on an emotional like hormonal roller coaster. And, um, so like everything impacted me so much more than it actually does. Yeah. And I also, I mean, back to dealing with bullying and just internet trolls, I've started to try not responding, you know, like just, because I always feel like I have to respond. I Me have too. to correct. I have to make sure that I'm not misunderstood. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to make sure this person, you know, doesn't blackmail me or like, yeah. you know, start, yeah, a, it's scary. start a blog against me. You know, <laughs> I don't know. I just, I always think the worst. I know. Um, And so not responding doesn't give these people what they want. Agreed. Sometimes. I agree. I agree. You I know? know. I agree. And I I I do that 
often, um, especially for somebody, like I said, that I've never even like, you know, cause you have people that, that are like such amazing supporters. I mean, almost everybody is, but then you get those ones that have an issue or that all of a sudden they have an issue or whatever it is. Um, and sometimes not responding is exactly, that's the exact, like exactly what you just said is just not giving them, they want you to engage. They want to create this issue. They want to see you at your worst. You know what I mean? Um, and frankly, it takes up so much more effort to reply sometimes negatively and to come back and try and defend yourself because ultimately, like you said, if they read your post, they would be able to see your point of view. I think a lot of times some people just read like what's in the box and they don't actually read the body of the text. And yep you know, that's fine. I mean, I'm sure I've done that too. Like, you know, you see a cute picture and you're like, oh my God, that's so cute. And then it's like actually about other things. Um, but then you can't, you shouldn't comment negatively unless you're actually reading the whole thing. Yep. You know? Um, but yeah, I mean, I hear you like, it's scary because you just don't ever know like what somebody is capable of doing, um, behind, I guess, I, I don't even know behind your back behind closed doors um because you don't really know right you don't right one comment leads you like leads you nowhere into understanding who this person is except for the fact that they're not very nice <laughs> you know <laughs> so if this comment is end up any indication of who this person is we probably want wouldn't be friends in exactly. real life. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you just have no idea. And, and I mean, it goes both ways. So it's like if, if you know, we're scrolling and we see something that we're like, hmm, I don't, you know, like I with politics, there's a lot of stuff on politics that I, I try and stay away from because I think it's just, it's hard, you know, I guess unless it's like exactly your same train of thought, then you can like give them a good high five or a clap or whatever you want to say. But when it's something like I disagree with, politically, I just kind of keep scrolling because I'm like, I can't like, it's not, it's not worth it for me. It's not worth it for them. They're entitled to say whatever they're saying again, unless it's like hateful to people. Um, but that's the thing, like you can just scroll, right. You can just move past what you don't like. It takes like a millisecond, you know, it really does. Do you think people are trigger happy right now with um, COVID? Yeah, I think it's made a lot of us more sensitive. I mean, I think like, A, I think more sensitive and B, I think a lot of people have more time on their hands um, to just sit and look at Instagram or Facebook. I don't, you know, I don't really go on Facebook, but on Instagram for sure, like I'm sure had it be have all of us, you know, been at normal, been doing normal life, I'll bet it wouldn't have been, or it wouldn't be this crazy right now. Um, I agree. I agree. I feel like we're all just sitting in a pressure cooker situation Yeah, and things are boiling up a little bit and they're coming out in very odd ways. Yeah. And, And people are consuming more content now. Oh, yeah. You know, since COVID. So everybody's online. Totally. And in a way, like, I always tell Nick, because Nick's like, oh, you know, you're, I see you on there, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, A, you don't really know what I'm doing. But B, like, (laughs) 
it's also awesome to be able to connect with other, for me, like for instance, other adults, like I don't talk to adults. You know, I tell him, I'm like, you're still going into your office. Um, you know, very safely and carefully. Let's not <laughs> jump the gun people. <laughs> but, um, you know, he still sees adults. He has like all these conversations. I'm like, my life is like cleaning up or talking to nine year olds. And when I'm on Instagram or I have conversations or we do podcasts, like it's my chance to talk to an adult. So in that regard, like I actually really appreciate, um, Instagram for that, you know, like it's actually helped me with the extra time that I normally would have been, you know, like today was so awesome. I saw a couple mom friends that I like got to actually talk to them for 15 minutes because that's what we do at pickup and at drop off. And that used to be my every day, you know, and sometimes that's all you need, but absolutely, you know what I mean? So like, but with COVID, you just, you don't, you've lost a lot of those connections that luckily I think Instagram has allowed us to gain in that regard. Um, but it's, yeah, definitely made everybody a little bit more sensitive. I mean, I was literally afraid to post that the girls went to school today because um, I'm oh, afraid that yeah. somebody's going to say, wow, you're sending them. Like, yeah, it's just, there's so many opinions and so many unknowns and so many knowns. Like, we don't, it's just, everybody needs to like do what is good for them. And that includes being polite. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, I don't <laughs> I don't know how and else if to say that's it. not in your repertoire, get it in your repertoire. Exactly. Like <laughs> it's so much easier, in my opinion, to be nice and to just be like, okay, maybe that's just their perspective, right? Like then the latter of like, what are they trying to do? What are they trying to say? Like, why are they trying to be doctors? Why are they trying to know it all? Like, no, none of us are trying to do that. We're just sharing our stuff. And if you can't say it's almost like if you can't say anything nice like don't say anything at all right right or right. say or disagree and it's okay like I'm not saying you can't disagree but there's ways to disagree right there's ways to disagree without making somebody feel like they shouldn't be doing things a certain way in my opinion and back to you know what you just said, if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. I think not saying anything at all says something too, yeah. you yeah. know, like that can be like we going back to not responding. I think there's power in that yeah, absolutely. for yourself. Like yeah. you, you can retain, um, and conserve power by not, by not engaging, by not responding, by continuing to scroll. Yeah. Right. And Yeah. And I mean, like I've been called out for not re replying to certain posts or like not um, commenting on certain posts rather, I should say. And honestly, like some of the times I just don't even see the posts. Like that's the thing is like, <laughs> like, Oh my gosh. They're like, why didn't you comment on this? Yes. And I'm like, how do you even know I saw it? Like, it's so confusing to me. Like, are there cameras here? Do you have like a special police, like, like app that I need to get? Because I would love to get it. Is um, there like a checklist of people that they make sure comments on the post? Like who? I don't. I mean, where does this, where know. does this rule book live? I don't, I don't get know. it. I know. And I would like, I would like you know, a book, if it's out there, please send it to me. 
Um, I'll in, like, you know, I'll share it on my page, like whatever you want me to do. <laughs> but like, truthfully that I get that often or like, why didn't you share this? Or why didn't you comment on this? And I'm just like, I like, because a, it's my page, you know, <laughs> yeah. and B like, I may not have seen it. I may be doing the thousand other things I do in regular life, you know? Um, and it's not to say that whatever you posted today is not important or that I don't, or that I like, don't like it by any means. It just means that I just didn't con like in my, in my head, I'm just like, wow, there's just, there's actually no reason. So like, I'm trying to figure out a reason to give this person as to why I didn't comment or why I didn't do a certain thing. And I'm like, I don't have one. Like, it's just life happens. You know what I mean? And I don't, I don't know. There's a lot of sensitivity in that regard. And I think people, because like we just said, have extra time kind of start to make things up in their own heads. I think we've all done that. I mean, I'm sure I have, you know. Like we create narratives about why this person Mm -hmm. didn't say anything or post anything. Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree. And that's not, oh gosh, that's another mind game. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you don't want to fall. I mean, like we, I, we've all done it. We do it with IVF, right? I mean, we go in and we're like, this isn't going to work and this is going to be like this and it's going to be horrible and it's going to hurt or this or that, or same with COVID. Like, oh my God, you know, if I go here, I'm going to get infected or we create all these scenarios, um, without really knowing any of the facts, you know, and it's actually very hurtful to us. Like we're hurting ourselves by doing that. And I do it. I mean, I, I can't quite sit here and tell you that I don't do that. I I probably do it all the time. Um, but in terms of Instagram and like really like worrying or trying to fixate on like why somebody's not commenting or liking or this or that, it's just like, it's just not worth it. I know. You could really make yourself go crazy with yeah. it all. You know, there's reasons, there's deliberate moments when I actively choose not to respond. And then there are deliberate moments when I either forget or I don't see the post. There's just a lot. There's so much content out there. Oh, yeah. There is. And it's awesome. It's great. And and the algorithms are always changing, though, too. They are. So what I see and who I see really isn't up to me. <laughs> exactly. I mean, like there's certain people you can go and search for. That's like a hundred percent, you know? So if like all of a sudden I'm not seeing like you, I'm like, well, what's going on, you know? And so I'll go look for you. Um, but in terms of like, in general, I go on there and then what happens is, I don't know if you've noticed, but like you go on there and even if I'm going on there to like, look at my DMs, it'll assume that I'm like on there to look at the feed. So then it'll think that I've already looked at those messages you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or not the messages. Mm-hmm. I've already seen the posts. And so when I go back to actually look at the posts, I'm like, like, it'll say like, oh, look at old posts, right? And I'll try and click on that. And I'm like, wait, I didn't see these. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it, it's like a plethora of things and real and your real life, obviously, that you, sh- you know, probably should be focusing on. Well, I shouldn't say should. That word is, I know, not a good word to say, but... <laughs> But I think most of us choose to choose to focus on our life outside of Instagram first. Um, 
And if you don't, that's fine too. But I just think like we all forget that we have so many other things going on um, aside from posting and liking and sharing and commenting. Absolutely. It's just because we have, we have bills, we have families, we have dogs that need to be watched. I know, (laughs) you know, it's, um, Oh, it's a lot. Well, do we have any suggestions for how people can, how people can deal with negative trolls on the internet? Um, I think like, like I said, I think you have to kind of dig deep on these and think about what is going to serve you. So if you're the type of person that you can handle, like going back and forth with somebody and you're very direct and you need to say all these things, like then do it. You know what I mean? Like if, if that's, if that's something you can do, I don't like confrontation. So I personally, for me, it's easier if I, you know, unless I really, really, really have to say something like it's easier for me to just ignore the trolls ignore the people that aren't even following you that don't even like really have ever said anything nice to you like what's the point you know because they're clearly on there because who knows why you know it's obviously an issue with them not you and I think reminding yourself of that that it's them and not you (laughs) um can really help so for me it's kind of like it's been one of those where I don't know. You just kind of have to evaluate how ultimately you're going to feel. Sometimes like, you know, I say, no, I I have to, I have to DM this person and we have to talk about it. Like sometimes that's just what I have to do for my own sanity. And then if it goes haywire from there, it goes haywire. But you know, you have to kind of evaluate, I think each situation and most yeah. of the time, it's probably not worth it. <laughs> most <laughs> nine times out of ten, yeah, not worth your energy. Right? Yeah, I I completely agree with that. I think um, I think conserving your power, conserving your energy, knowing when it's appro- when it's worth it to respond, and when it's not worth your energy. Right. You know, if um, if somebody completely misunderstood you and was possibly hurt by something you said, mm-hmm. maybe that is an opportunity for some dialogue. Yeah, of course. But if it's somebody who's just like hankering for a battle, right? like you can, you got to sniff that out and you got to walk away. I agree. And sometimes comments are like, oh, like it actually makes you think about things differently. And that's awesome when that happens, you know, like sometimes a comment that maybe is not as like, you know, beautiful, like rainbows and butterflies. It actually ends up making you think about the scenario or the post or whatever in a different way. And I think that's really cool. Right. But, but I don't think it's ever really what you're talking about in terms of like somebody actually just being on there to be mean, you know, I think. Right there are those opportunities to educate and maybe further converse about, you know, the feelings that you're expressing. Um, but I think it's pretty clear when there's like, there's a difference. And I think it's very, very clear. And don't be afraid about blocking people. Yeah. Like, don't worry about that. Don't even don't have an emotional hangover about blocking somebody. Just do it. Just do it. 
Yeah. I know. Uh, I, I know. I've had to block some people. That's you okay. know. Yeah. And that's okay. 100%. Because you that's don't, okay. I mean, like, you don't need to, if it's causing you anxiety every day, like, there's no need to have that be a part of your life. Because, again, you don't know this person. You don't know anybody really on here unless, you know, you do know them obviously. (laughs) Um, But you know what I mean? Like any of those people that are just causing you anxiety or like stress, you like none of us need that, whether we're going through IVF, whether we're pregnant, whether COVID, whatever, even if life was perfect, like nobody needs an added stress of somebody that, that they don't really need to have there, you know? Right. Absolutely. Well, as we round up here, um, do we have anything else to, um, did we touch on everything we needed to touch upon? Probably not. Probably we'll not. We'll probably have to have another, <laughs> another one of these episodes. I'm sure. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> um, oh, this one last thing. Yeah. Um, in terms of suggestions for how to battle these trolls, I think it's always good to go back to your reason about why you started this. Yes. Right? I love that. Yep. Go go back to that motivation. Mm-hmm. You know, you wanted to find some resources. You wanted to get some support. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a troll one time even, like, come at me for talking about IVF on Instagram. Oh, my God. Like, why Why do people feel the need to talk about this stuff with strangers was, was her argument. That's and crazy. I know. And I, again, didn't follow me, um, was just somebody. And I said, you know, I, I come on here to find some support. Yeah, good for you. You know, um, and then it just kept going and kept going. And then I just blocked her, you That's know. Yeah. But like, just go you back. Tried. Yeah, I tried. Listen, <laughs> I tried. Um, but I think that can really be a source of um, grounding, groundingness. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's a word. But um, we'll, we'll make it up today. Yeah, yeah. This we'll is my it. show. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um. It can feel grounding when you remember that reason. I agree 100%. And that's like whenever I talk to others, when I do feel bullied or whatever, attack, yeah, attack's a very strong word. But when I do feel that way, um, that's what people remind me. They're like, just keep, keep being you. Keep doing what you're doing. Like other than maybe these people that are disagreeing with you in a very harsh manner, like, everybody else is fine and they're enjoying seeing what you're doing. Um, and even if they didn't, you know, like, do you feel happy with what you're putting out there? Are you being true to yourself? Are you continuing to, um, like you said, be like, (laughs) continuing to just be true to you. Right. I mean, I think that's ultimately, And I think ultimately that's what people want to see. I don't think anybody, I don't want to see anybody be fake. Like that really bothers me. So why would I hide or pretend to, you know, share in ways that are different from what I'm, from what I've always done, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. 
I agree with that. Well, Erin, how can people connect with you and um, troll you? Oh, yes. Let me just give you my address and come over. <laughs> Send me hate mail. Yeah. All of yeah. that. Um, no, just um, on Instagram. I'm, you know, as much as like I'm saying I get annoyed, you know, with all the with the negativity at the same time, like I expect some type of disagreement sometimes because that's just life. Um, and any type of connectivity is, you know, always good. But any DMs are my DMs are always open through Instagram. And then my um, mybeautifulblender.com is my blog where I go a lot more in depth sometimes on certain subjects. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, again, I'm, I'm always an open book and I try and, um, just share things from my own personal experience and perspective. And that's, I think all we can do, right. I don't think anybody expects anybody to, you know, Millie, I don't expect you to start telling me what, you know, is going on with the rest of your following. I think I just want to hear what is going on with you, how you're feeling, what you experienced at your doctor. And then I think we have to remember like everything that we say or that you say, for example, is your journey. It's your story. And from there I take what I want, right? I take, right. I take like, okay, Millie's doctor said this, or Millie's mom told her to drink whatever. I apologize. My mom. No, that's okay. She she gave me a lot of advice Good. and okay. it still comes up sometimes. <laughs> See, but and you know what? And if you share that, then like there's I'm sure somebody would be like, uh, no, that's wrong, or you shouldn't say that because then now you're giving people the wrong idea. And it's like, no, you take that and you see if it works for you, or you ask your doctor, or you ask your, you know, your brother, or you ask whoever. Yep. Um and see how you can apply it to your life rather than directly attacking somebody for saying something that you don't necessarily feel is applying to you, right? Oh, 100%. This has just been such a fat... I mean, I couldn't agree more. And I'm so glad we were able to record this episode. Um, It's felt very therapeutic. Yeah, it has. It's like... Man, it's a good. It's a good. This was good this, way to release. Yeah, this this kind of accumulated on my chest, and I'm Same. I'm glad I had somebody else to you know <laughs> bounce these ideas off of. Yeah, anytime. So, all right, Aaron. Okay, we'll love. be in touch. Thanks Sounds for joining. Good. Thank you again. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Me, Myself, and Millie. Follow us on Instagram at Me, Myself, Millie for more podcast updates. If you enjoyed the show, please like and subscribe and share on social media. A special thanks to my husband, Rowan Brooks, for technical support and Cal Reichenbach, who did all the music you heard in this episode. You can check him out at calzonemusic.com. Thanks, cutie bombs, and see you next week.